Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Satirical Squire, the podcast where we dive deep into the issues of the modern day, giving our analysis and commentary to advance public discourse and progress. My name is Leif Lyson, and I'll be your host for today's episode. Today, we'd like to talk about the current public health crisis facing not only the United States, but the world. The coronavirus crisis has resulted in unimaginable devastation, with the current tally of over 700,000 dead, never before seen levels of unemployment, and broad economic shutdown. On the face of it, it is a terrible, terrible tragedy. However, if you look beneath the scary surface, you will quickly realize that all of our fears, they're actually completely misguided. The coronavirus crisis is not a nightmare as many people claim. No, on the contrary, the coronavirus, it's a, it's a dream. That's right. It's a wonderful and fantastic dream, a liberal dream, and we should want to stay asleep for this one. Now, I know many will disagree with this view that the coronavirus is actually a blessing. They will say that it has set humanity back, that it will take years for us to recover economically, and that it has left behind a generation of children who have missed learning in school. These people are all incorrect for many very basic reasons. I'll talk about three, the, the big three, reasons why we should celebrate and rejoice the coronavirus upending our old sad lives with a glorious new normal. These big three reasons are one, climate, two, further proving the already existing need for enhanced social programs, and three, equality. First, let's talk about climate, or rather, climate change. Right now, we, humanity, are at a crossroad. The world has already warmed 1.1 degrees Celsius since the Industrial Revolution. If we pass two degrees Celsius, we're cooked. Like, literally. The effects of climate change at that level will reshape our entire planet. Humanity will have successfully terraformed our beautiful blue and green earth into a dead, dry wasteland. Hell. And basically, we're turning things into hell. Based on the progress, or should I say lack thereof, made in addressing this existential crisis, there's no reason to believe we will ever meet the carbon targets scientists say we must achieve to prevent the worst climate outcomes. That is, until now, where some see crisis, we should all see opportunity. According to a report from the UN Environment Program, to keep temperatures from rising past the universally defined goal of 1.5 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels, we will need to cut global greenhouse gas emissions 7.6% every year for the next decade. For 2020, 
CO2 emissions are projected to decrease by approximately 7%. If coronavirus-induced shutdowns continue for the next decade, we will have achieved our carbon reduction targets. I mean, how could we not pass on this opportunity? Climate change is an existential crisis. Coronavirus just might be the solution we've all been looking for. Instead of working to stop the spread, maybe we actually need a lot more. More disease, longer lockdowns, save the world, save those polar bears. We need more coronavirus in our lives, not less, to guarantee the security of our climate and our future. Now, let's talk about social programs. Many of our existing social and welfare programs are inadequate to support 21st century needs. We've been living with many of these issues for quite some time. Poor healthcare systems, job loss due to automation, growing gaps between the 1% and everyone else. These are fundamental structural problems facing this country. Very big, very difficult problems. Problems do nothing conservatives, well, want nothing to do with. Catering only to the wealthy, the elite, they haven't supported needed enhancements to social programs. However, with the coronavirus crisis, we are again presented with a fantastic solution. If there's one thing this public health crisis has shown, it's the huge importance and need for a strong healthcare system. A healthcare system that works for all, rich and poor alike. This crisis has proven the need for universal healthcare, ensuring that all Americans have equal access to health services is a need. It is a right of citizenship. All those Americans who have lost their jobs since the crisis began, losing their benefits and healthcare in the process, these are the people who need healthcare the most. This coronavirus crisis has exacerbated and ripped apart an already existing healthcare crisis. We must use the lessons learned to provide healthcare to all whether they want it or not. But universal healthcare is only the tip of the iceberg. Other social safety nets are needed to address 21st century social problems. For instance, let's briefly talk about universal basic income. Recently popularized by Democratic presidential candidate Andrew Yang, universal basic income or UBI guarantees every American a monthly payment to spend as they wish. This social program was proposed to redistribute wealth, eliminate poverty, and prevent wealth dislocations due to increased and more widespread automation. UBI is the new liberal dream. Who wouldn't want a sweet monthly check courtesy of Uncle Sam to blow on hot pockets and weed? considered immoral spending and unnecessarily expanding the so-called welfare state, our poor conservative friends have been against a UBI until COVID-19. Thanks to the economic Armageddon brought upon by the coronavirus, conservatives are beginning to see the big picture when it comes to UBI. 
People want checks. As part of the federal government's various economic stimulus packages, the IRS has sent 159 million stimulus checks to qualifying Americans. In addition, as a result of economic stimulus, unemployment benefits provided to Americans have increased $600 a month, a dramatic increase for many unemployed citizens. And to top it all off, these spending programs have been supported by conservative Republicans. This is absolutely fantastic news. Fiscal conservatives now agree as to the necessity of a UBI. Time to strike while the iron is hot. We need to pass UBI legislation as soon as possible. Stimulate that economy, get cash in the hands of those who need it, and spend baby spend. If there's anything us likable liberals want, it's more free public services at the expense of the private sector's success. And this crisis gives us a clear path to mooch off the achievements of our luckier, wealthier, and smarter neighbors. With universal health care, universal basic income, and other expanded social programs, the government's role in our lives will not only expand, but grow exponentially. The government will have an increasingly incredible active and fundamental role in each of our daily lives. Where our small-minded conservative friends would cower, us <laughs> lion liberals would rejoice. This is something to celebrate. As high-minded Americans, we should all want a far more active role for our government. We should all want government as deep as it can go. We are the strongest country on earth with the most powerful military, most prosperous economy, and fairest democratic political system ever known in history. Why wouldn't we want more of it? Those who say we have too much government are like those who say, I don't know, you got way too many presents for Christmas. Get out of the way, Grinch. America is a gift. No refunds. You break it, you buy it. And good luck finding a place to store. Lastly, let's talk about equality. Social equality. Economic equality. Social mobility the availability of opportunity for those to rise into the ranks of the middle class. That is the American dream. That is what America is all about. Through hard work, sweat, and a high beef diet, anyone can achieve their dreams. That is, unless you're poor. A Brookings Institute study found income inequality was increasing and becoming more permanent, thereby sharply reducing social mobility. Income inequality is driven by many different factors, but one of the most important is education. Research conducted by the St. Louis Federal Reserve, for instance, indicates that the level of education is strongly related to both an individual's income and wealth. Households with 
higher levels of education tend to have more liquid assets, diversified investments, and maintain lower levels of debt relative to assets. Strong education leads people to success, socially and economically. It is a driver of income inequality. For years, we've struggled to address the problem of education gaps. We've tried to increase school funding, providing at-risk students with additional services. But none of this has helped. The United States spends approximately 35% more on elementary and secondary education compared to the average OECD country, and yet American students perform worse than many of their peers. According to the Program for International Student Assessment, for example, 15-year-olds in the United States ranked 31 out of 34 on OECD standardized mathematics tests. Their test scores were far below average in reading and science. Clearly, something's wrong in the American education system. Despite all the money that's being spent, American children, future generations, are falling behind, further fueling our nation's growing income inequality gap. But now, the coronavirus crisis presents another amazing opportunity. Wild conservatives have consistently faked concern regarding the closure of our schools. Oh, children need to return to school. We need to end the lockdown before the school year begins. This, this is completely incorrect. These school closures are not a problem. They're a solution. Opportunity inequality has grown so much over the last several generations. Now, however, with schools closed, this gap, it no longer exists. No child will be left behind because all children will be left behind. We have finally solved the income inequality program uh, problem long plaguing our country. That is a fairer future. That is a more equal future. And America is all about equality. So there you have it. In completely convincing, no uncertain terms, this coronavirus crisis is not the scourge people make it out to be. If you lightly scratch beneath the surface, anyone will quickly and clearly see it is the greatest opportunity to reshape ourselves, our country, our planet, we've had in a hundred years. We have before us a bright path, sick and diseased, but bright nonetheless, where sustainability, economic justice, and equality can all be achieved. So embrace the novel coronavirus. Uh, invite it out for a cocktail or two. Take it back to your apartment and, I don't know, maybe one thing will lead to another and we'll all wake up in the morning hungover with a serious case of regret. Thank you. <laughs>